Mercedes has teamed up with Google to provide high-class tech in its cars. The question is, is it enough to take on Tesla? More in a moment. This is Ticker News. At 4.05, we received 911 calls about another shooting at that location and a shooting nearby. A 19-year-old has been arrested and charged following a shooting which left a TV reporter dead. Russia's attack on Ukraine challenges the cornerstone principles and values of our multilateral system. The United Nations General Assembly is preparing to hold an historic vote on the invasion of Ukraine, asking whether nations around the world support peace or warfare. The Chinese surveillance saga continues to evolve. Canada now saying it's previously spotted spy devices in the water. Plus... Australia and the Philippines are considering joint patrols in the South China Sea, as tensions continue to rise with China over these disputed waters. I'm Adam Hancock in Singapore, and I'll have all of the details shortly. Now, from our headquarters at Ticker Park to the world, this is Ticker News. Hello, I'm William Howard. An Orlando television reporter is among the dead following a shooting spree in Florida that killed three on Wednesday. The individual was working for Spectrum News 13 and was covering the incident when he was killed. The Orange County Sheriff's Office says one person is now in custody. 19-year-old Keith Melvin Moses has been arrested and charged in connection to the shooting. Moses has been charged with one murder and is expected to be charged an additional four times. The local sheriff says the suspect has a lengthy criminal history that includes gun charges, aggravated assault, aggravated battery and assault with a deadly weapon. It's there they found a woman uh, who was in her 20s who was shot and succumbed to her injuries. Uh, our homicide res detectives responded to that scene, conducted follow-up, collected evidence and developed good leads on the suspect in that case this morning. At 4.05, we received 911 calls about another shooting at that location and a shooting nearby. On Hialeah Street, deputies located two men who had been shot uh, in or near a vehicle. They are a News 13 reporter and photographer who were on the scene to cover the homicide from this morning. On Harrington Street, a woman and her nine-year-old girl were also shot inside of a home. It is unclear why the suspect entered that home. Also covering this story, this reporter spoke of how difficult the day has been for herself and her colleagues. I apologize. This is really difficult uh, to cover. Um, it is very emotional here uh, at ORMC. I'm, I'm not even gonna turn the camera. Um, because there are people here um, who knew that reporter, who uh, his fiance uh, and I were just embracing. Um, but I, I will say this, it, it is nice to see all the media, we come together in solidarity in this moment. This is every reporter's absolutely worst nightmare. The position of the United Nations is unequivocal. We are committed to the sovereignty, independence, unity and territorial integrity of Ukraine. 
They're the words of UN Secretary General Antonio Guterres as he reaffirmed the organization's support for Ukraine as Russia's invasion nears its one-year mark. The one-year mark of Russia's invasion of Ukraine stands as a grim milestone for the people of Ukraine and for the international community. That invasion is an affront to our collective conscience. It is a violation of the United Nations Charter and international law. It is having dramatic humanitarian and human rights consequences, and the impact is being felt far beyond Ukraine. As I said from day one, Russia's attack on Ukraine challenges the cornerstone principles and values of our multilateral system. On the one-year anniversary, Ukraine and Russia are lobbying countries for support ahead of a vote by the 193-member General Assembly. The US is leading the charge, declaring it will go down in history, essentially asking whether countries support Russia or Ukraine. America's ambassador to the UN, Linda Thomas-Greenfield, says the vote will show where all nations stand when it comes to peace. When I was sworn in for this role, it was exactly one year to the day of Russia's full-scale invasion of Ukraine. Back then, I could not have known the existential threat that the UN Charter would face. But I did know what President Biden and the American people were sending me here to do. To represent my country to the world, yes, but also to uphold the UN Charter to engage in dialogue and diplomacy, and to lead us toward a more peaceful, more prosperous planet. And that is what I'm here to do today. Ukraine is hoping to deepen Russia's diplomatic isolation by seeking yes votes from nearly three quarters of the General Assembly. Kyiv and its allies argue the war is a simple case of one unprovoked country illegally invading the other, while Russia portrays itself as battling a proxy war with the West. Meanwhile, U.S. President Joe Biden met with NATO leaders from Eastern Europe during his visit to Poland. As China and Russia appear to be teaming up, Biden had a message on the alliance's strength. Ticker's U.S. correspondent Veronica Dudo has more. U.S. President Joe Biden traveled to Eastern Europe to show that NATO stands strong. In addition to marking the one-year anniversary of Russia's invasion of Ukraine, the aim of President Biden's trip was to show the strength of NATO as China and Russia appear to be teaming up in Ukraine. Article 5 is a sacred commitment the United States has made. We will defend literally every inch of NATO, every inch of NATO. And uh, it's this an important moment. Russian officials are saying they welcome China's help in Ukraine as the two powers met on Wednesday. Following the meeting, Beijing and Moscow declared a no-limits partnership. The meeting comes as China's top diplomat is ignoring warnings from the United States' top diplomat. Secretary Blinken has had a very candid discussion in Munich with his counterpart, Foreign Minister Wang Yi, uh, and made clear to him uh, that there would be ramifications and consequences. As President Biden jets back to Washington, D.C., he leaves behind a new nexus of evil forming abroad as Russia and China are showcasing their close ties on the world stage. Reporting in New York for Ticker News, I'm Veronica Dudo.
In the wake of the spy balloon saga, Canada's military says it recently discovered evidence of Chinese surveillance efforts in the Arctic. The discovery has raised questions about China's activities in the far north and the nation's suspected interference with Canadian elections. The ocean spy boys were found during an ongoing mission by Canada's military, tasked with identifying threats to the country's security. A spokesperson for the Department of National Defence says officials are fully aware of recent efforts by China to conduct surveillance operations in the air and sea. China does this using dual-purpose technologies, meaning the devices collect information for both research and military purposes. China has long displayed interest in the Arctic, sending high-level figures to the region 33 times in the last two decades. Canada's Minister of Foreign Affairs will continue to challenge Beijing. Well, we'll work with, through NORAD. We'll make sure that we also uh, take a strong stance, I, as we just did uh, two weeks ago. Uh, our approach when it comes to China is clear. What we did last November is I launched our Indo-Pacific strategy, and in there we said that when it comes to China, um, we think it is a uh, more and more uh, global disruptive power. We uh, think that also when it comes to China, we will challenge China what, when we ought to, and we will cooperate with China when we need to. So Coming up, Mercedes-Benz has unveiled a new partnership with Google. What this means for you. Stay with us. You're watching Ticker News. More news is just minutes away.